0: This episode is brought to you by Rydon Optics. on makes amazing scopes, optics, and accessories. As the owner of the X1 Primal 4-16x44, I can tell you right now that I absolutely love it. Show our law enforcement and vets some well-deserved love and check out Rydon's website. Honestly, everything over at Rydon is super cool and we're excited to have them as a sponsor. So go to RydonOptics.com and check them out. That's R-I-T-O-N Optics.com. If you are a fellow nomad, and want to take your health and strength to the next level, join our Nomad Strength Tribe, our online community. We are constantly updating it with exclusive content for you. We've got behind the scenes of the podcast, training videos, articles, networking, coaching opportunities, and a ton more. Go to tribe.nomad-strength.com. We try to make it worthwhile, so I really try to over-deliver. It's only 15 bucks a month, and you get a free week trial to check it out, but I already know you're going to love it. So head on over to tribe.nomad-strength.com and learn more, and I hope to see you in there. All right, everybody, what's going on? Welcome to another episode of the Nomad Strength Show. Uh, Today, we have another in-person interview, which was really cool. We don't get to do a lot of in-person ones, but I pretty much didn't have a choice when I realized that this guy lived about three minutes away from my house. So, uh, today I am joined by KJ Kitely. KJ is a homesteader, farmer, prepper, uh, firearms enthusiast, and uh, just a really good dude. And I wanted to come out here and talk to him about all those things because it's been a growing love, a growing interest in myself. And then with a lot of the guys that I work with and coach, you know, how do I get into homesteading and, uh, you know, what do I need to do if I need to start prepping? Like these conversations are having being had more and more often. And, uh, and so I wanted to ask him cause he's really good at it and has done it for a long time and has a lot of really good perspectives on it. And so I came out to the house, uh, to the homestead and we just sat around this kitchen table and, and riffed about it for a while and it was a really awesome conversation. We went into a lot of really good places. uh, A lot of places that some of you guys probably aren't ready for in some degree. A lot of people aren't ready to to have certain conversations yet and uh, KJ's not afraid to say any of those things and if you follow him on Instagram, that's pretty much the only place he is but You'll see that he is not afraid to say anything, and and I love that about him. And so this was a really good conversation. We had a blast, and uh, I know you guys. If you have any interest in in starting a, a small farm, a homestead, it, you know, even just prepping, anything like that. If you have any marginal interest in that at all, you're gonna get a lot out of this episode. And I had a blast doing it. We, there's there's a chance that we're gonna have to turn this into, you know, maybe a series of episodes just because there's so much we didn't even scratch the surface on. But this is this is the first sit down that I had with KJ Kiteley at a home. So enjoy the homesteaders guide to freedom is what I'm going to call this episode. Uh, I know you guys are going to get a kick out of it. So enjoy. And we're recording. All right, everybody. We are at, do you have a name for this place? Like as a homestead name? Are you one of the people that
1: named <laughs> KJ's farm? <Yes. laughs> I don't, I don't have a name for it yet. My, my old man named our last ranch Morningwood Ranch. beautiful i kind of want to (laughs) steal (laughs) that
0: but we are at the farm homestead uh i don't know if like preppers like just haven i would say yeah yeah it's Uh, it's one of those yeah Yeah. i love
1: uh, it i mean you drove here you saw that uh you saw how many little egress points we have i did you know there's only one way in and one way out
0: yes and this is an area like i told you when i got here uh I was, I mean, I know the side of town, but like actually getting to this place, like I had no idea this chunk of town existed. Like taking, like we're crossing canals and like just everything is no way out signs, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm like, that's pretty good idea. Like living at the very end of a dead end street, yeah. take, cross over two canals and a creek yep. to get there. I love yep. it.
1: It's nice, yeah. I mean, as far as the, the prepper's the preppers mindset of it is, you know, you have, you have to cross, I mean you gotta cross two bridges essentially to get here, but the main one I could just you know, I could just remove the bridge <laughs> if I needed. Yeah. To. <laughs> Pretty easy to just make a moat around your little section yeah. of the neighborhood. And then, you know, you you see out back there's yep. you, you can't get in or out back there. Got another there's, one back there too. Yeah, you can drive on the canal if you want. Good luck. You <laughs> had some foresight or
0: it was on, you know, some very deliberate.
1: No, I did. I wanted I wanted to be next here. to water and then I, I I drove down here and I was like Oh, oh! this is fantastic. Yeah. You turned broadside to me twice just getting here. This yeah. is great. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I love it. Well, I'm pumped that
0: I, I don't get to do a ton of in-person podcasts ever. So Neither we've not. been, I don't know what, like six months now, just going back and forth, trying to hook up and hang out. And yep. we are finally able to make it happen over Christmas break. So and here we figure. Are. And here we
1: are. This is good. So I'm glad
0: we were able to do it, man.
1: Me too. Me too. I'm I'm stoked for it. Um. Yeah, I'm, it's just really cool to get you out here, mm-hmm. you know, and just, instead of doing it over the phone. like But yeah. I know a lot of people do the, you know, the, what do you want to call it, the tele, the tele or the internet, you know, yeah. podcast thing. I mean, I've been on plenty of them, and, you know, yeah. people do it just because of distances, and you know, not everybody's going to live in the same area, which you should. The American readout is real. Everyone should live in it. <laughs> like, now <laughs> right. would be good. Um, but it's cool just to be able to sit down and just – do it live, in All right? Person. Cool. We got a glass of whiskey. We're just gonna sit and talk. There's just a, and
0: there's a different energy to it. too. Mm-hmm. like there's uh, because it is like an in person.
1: Mm-hmm. You can feel a little bit more of the conversation. Well, and like there's the whole shoulders up thing. Yep. Right. You know when when you see when you see someone sitting across a screen from you, you you're you're only getting their shoulders up. And yes, there's a lot of there's a lot of communication that happens in the face. Mm-hmm. But you see what I'm doing with my hands right now. You can't <laughs> right. you can't see that. You know, you can't see that over the internet, and so all that body language and what is it, 70%, 70% is seventy percent seventy percent of communication is body least, language. Yeah, it, there's some there's some old trope about that, but um, it, it's real. Yeah, you know, and and especially when we're you know interacting with people in in, in our current environment that we find ourselves in, yeah. um, reading body language. If you don't know how to do it yet. Start learning. (laughs) There's plenty of free YouTube videos, I'm sure. Totally. Um, But like reading someone's body language, especially if they have an opposing idea of you, Mm -hmm. being able to do that first is free. Mm -hmm. It's super quick. And it'll allow you to gain control or at least garner a little bit of positive interaction from that uh, exchange with those
0: humans. And that's going to, I mean, we're going to go down a lot of these lanes conversationally, I imagine, because a lot of the stuff, I mean you have one of my favorite in terms of like shock value things on Instagram, like your account. (laughs) Like I know because you have this like hilarious way of doing it where it's all serious, but there's like this backhanded still way to be funny about the things that you say. And like that makes it, digestible for me anyways like it does the exact opposite effect on most other people yes like, yes it does like you I, ima- I can't even imagine what your what your dms on instagram look like on a oh, daily it, basis yeah. Like- yeah they're
1: they're <laughs> they're interesting to say the least but uh the the way i approach trying to get whatever whatever message i have across like i'm not i'm not running yet i'm not i'm not running like a full business off my instagram sure. or anything like that it's just I happen to find myself with a unique set of tools in my toolbox yeah. that other people haven't either. A. They don't know the tools exist, or B. They right. haven't sharpened them yet. Right. And so what, what I found out is that because of because of the way I live my life and because of the experience that I've had and just I've I've been all over the board whether it's jobs or you know family or finances or you know faith or anything. And so. I've just kind of taken some of the scraps of that mm-hmm. and molded them together and be like, Hey, th- this is, this is what I know. Yeah. And I'm also just a class clown. And yeah. so, and so I can, <laughs> yeah. you know, I can, I can put out a message, you know, whether it's, you know, buy guns now. And then, but at, at the end of it, I'm like, Oh, and, and you know, and I can make, make a little funny about it or whatever exactly. it is. So. And that's the one. Yeah. Well, and, the, and the funny thing about,
0: and I don't know if funny is even the right word. Um, But the thing about social media and Instagram and the way that things get seen, you know, following this quote unquote algorithm or whatever it is like this. Trust the algo. Yeah, Yeah. this just cloud of nobody. It's super ambiguous. Nobody knows what it is or why things I mean like we know what types of things the algorithm allows us to see more of because that's Mm -hmm. very deliberate, right? Like they want certain messages to be pushed to the front. And like there's accounts and there's guys like you that are probably constantly
1: on the other end of that. Like Yeah, no, my whole thing is I try to find out where the delete happens. Exactly. Like Like how like where's where's
0: those lines Mm -hmm. every single time. And there's a and, and and you do it differently because there's and, and especially within the last couple of years something that i've noticed anyways as it relates to instagram specifically because i don't spend a ton of time on any other like social media platforms a lot like i pretty much have given up on facebook uh i don't even have one yeah i and, yeah. I, and I had one because i had to create and it, like have it for instagram and that was just what was first like everybody had facebook at one point right know. um i'm on it like Two, two minutes a month kind of thing. And I'll, <laughs> I'll go on. There's like 140 notifications. Skip. And it's, it's always just like the memories that pop up. Like, that's the only ones I ever get. Um, but one of the things I've noticed with, with Instagram is like, especially in these last two years, there's like a subculture of people who like take pride in getting banned. Like that's become their thing. Rather than like saying something and meaning it and then getting banned or marked right. as a result as a result of that thing like they're just trying to get banned on purpose mm. and then being like oh hey they're banning me because i said all this stuff like well that like it's yeah. pretty obvious that's what you're doing like you're not saying really anything with substance you're just purposefully breaking all of their rules so you, then you can say they're attacking
1: me yeah it's not that you were hunting the hornet's nest you just right. went and lit it on fire Ex- that's it <laughs> exactly like, you, what did you think was going to happen exactly and So there's, there's a, a whole nuance thing to it there's um, a difference in how you go about, like, these messaging
0: yeah. things. And then, like you said, you find out, like, I'm just going to say that this is what I want to say. I say it the way I'm going to say it. And then if they do hit me with something, so be it. Mm-hmm. But that's different than than a lot of the things that I see now. And that's become really popular in the last, like, two
1: years with all of the censorship stuff yeah. that we're dealing with now. Well, that's the thing. Like, they moved they move the needle. Yeah. Right. So, the, so they moved the needle so far that... That it allowed that subculture, subculture to, yeah, you know, come out of the woodwork, right? Yeah. It's like, oh well, I can't say this. Like, you couldn't say that before, man. Like, yeah, it does. Even if we're, you know, you follow me and we're in the same, you know, bubble or vein or whatever, you say that stupid shit. Like, yeah, yeah, you're
0: like, what are you <laughs> yeah. doing? You know, <laughs> even before any of this, that yeah, would got, before, like even before before any of they that. cracked so, down on all this, yeah, that that, And there's something. a lot
1: of people that like to that like to, you know, bang that drum of oh, 1984 and stuff. Like, I get it. I get it. I, I understand, you know, the whole technocracy. And I mean, all your conspiracies and everything else, trust me, I've read them. I've heard them. Yeah. And I know more about them than you do. <laughs> right. So please hop in my DMs if you have a new one. Like, Dude, was will, one of my favorite, that was listen. one of my
0: favorite posts you did the other day. was like the question box, just asking for new ones. And like yeah. everyone, it, somebody did you like, we like, yeah, I know about this one already. Yeah, like, or there I'll share
1: a link about <laughs> it. wasn't you know? any that you,
0: were like shocking to you.
1: No, <laughs> no and, it's, <clears throat> and it's not that I sit there and blackpill myself because I mean, that, right. that can get dangerous real quick. And, you know, we see a lot of men that do that. They'll, yeah. you know, especially with the, the feminism thing. Yeah, you know they'll they'll take it and think that oh you know well feminism is controlling everything which it is by the way uh feminism we're in this you know crazy world and feminism controls everything and there's nothing i can do about it that that's that's their like end answers there's nothing i can do about it other than shit post on the internet like no man like come on over to our side we're winning they just don't want you to know about it and that that's 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 the beautiful thing about it is that people have this dark mindset of you know, the way the way the world's going and the politics and geopolitics and blah, 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 and that LMNOP Omicroners diseases <laughs> and everything else, right? <laughs> so they have this defeatist mindset first, and then they have the scarcity mindset second. Those two right there, not going to make it. Get out of those. Like just stop doing that. It's a waste of your time. It's a waste of your energy. I mean, and like I put out a reel today, you know, just really simple. Like connect with your local community. Yeah. However that looks. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't matter how it looks at all. Just go do that. And I don't care if you have to go to an Eagles lounge, you know, or yeah. so, something simple. At least that's full of a bunch of elders. They may not be all the way on your side or have all the proper information. But people in person. They're people in person that's who have different. been where you are. And have been physically where you live for a long time. Yeah, They're going to have connections. They're going to have networks. They're going to, you know, if you say, hey, I want to start a lemonade stand. Where's the best place to do it? Yeah. You know, Go talk to a bunch of elders in your community and say, oh, this corner right here. Yeah, yeah it's got this because they just sit all day. And yep. ju- they, they don't do anything else. They yeah. just hang out. Right. <laughs> they're, they're at the twilight. They don't have to do anything. <laughs> right. They don't have to do what you're doing, but they can give you the guidance to do that. And I know that's a really weird example but extrapolate that onto a bunch of different business ideas. And it's the totally. same, you know, Hey, I, I want to start a barbershop. I want to start a butchery. I, I want to have multiple different land plots that I'm growing, whether, you know, growing produce or growing livestock or mm-hmm. fodder or whatever it is. Where's the, where's the people I can do this with? Totally. You're not just going to come up with those ideas on your own. You don't know those people on your own. You have to get out in your community and network. Everything's going to be all right. Well, and that, that whole
0: like you said, defeatist <clears throat> mindset. It's the same thing that we see with social media, because all we're seeing is like these massive things that are happening super far away from us that aren't in our immediate reality, right? Like anytime we turn on or watch any sort or any sort of news, it's always whatever's happening in D.C., right? Yeah. It's or, like,
1: Australia or, 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 or Australia. Or like,
0: yeah. or globally, right? Like it's it's everything that's happening away from where we are, not the stuff that's happening. Like if you, if your kids go to school, like what's happening in your kids' schools or what's happening, like just in the three house vicinity of like where you live, you know? And it's the same thing with social media. Like all you're seeing and you talk about like the shoulders up thing. When we were talking before, like with zoom, you see only shoulders up on people, right? Like you can't read body language, all that kind of stuff. But all you're seeing is like what people want you to see on social media and like it's you can't say it's not at all reality
1: because it is to a degree it but is like, but it's, it's a, curate, not, a curated narrative exactly. is very important to understand exactly it? <clears throat> so it creates
0: what, this like yeah. well, what can I do about any of this like this isn't anything I have any control over and you're right but that shouldn't be like bumming you out
1: shouldn't be your concern that, your, num- your yeah. number one priority is you and, and I and I mean that very literally your number one priority, especially as men, is you. Then your family, then you know your wife, then your career, and everything else is downstream. If you cannot take care of yourself and have even the slightest amount of self-accountability, and I know I know this sucks, but not gonna make it. You right. know, like it's and and a lot of people will be like, oh no, you need to put your wife first, you need to put your family first, or you know whatever it is, need to put your job first. Nope, nope, no, no. That's how we got here. That's how we got here is collectively as men, we got cowed enough and we swallowed the pill and we got just sold all the lie and we believed it. And here we are, you know, in the, you know, weak men create hard times, hard times, create you know, yep. all that, right? Here we are. We have to figure out what is the best course forward, not as a whole, as individuals. Yep. Because as individuals, you know, and I, I like to post this every now and then, and my my good friends, um, Arthur Dane from Blood and Rain and Devin from Nature Pilled, they collectively kind of came up with it. We always know that uh, politics is downstream from culture. Culture is downstream from consciousness. Consciousness, culture, politics. Mm-hmm. Like you have to take care of yourself first, and that's going to bleed into everything else you do. and And... I know it's probably going to suck for a lot of people to take full of self accountability for themselves. It's going to suck a lot. It's going to hurt. That's a bitter pill to swallow. Yeah. And there's going to be a lot of things you have to shed whether it's you know your your habits or your your monthly bills or mm-hmm. you know even if your job is part of the thing that's holding you back. Sorry. Yeah, it's going to where s- you live. Yeah, it, where you live. Yeah. It's going to suck leaving all that stuff behind. Yeah. But I promise you it's not coming with you. Right? It is not coming with you. You are going somewhere else and that's forward. Leave all that stuff behind. You're closing the gap. Mm-hmm. They have to reach up to you. You're 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 going. Yeah. So it's a it's a really like in in my men's group I always tell them that this is the best timeline ever. Other than probably 1776 times and Jesus times. Mm-hmm. Like those are contenders, <laughs> right? Those are <laughs> right. up there. This is the best timeline ever because opportunities are everywhere. Yep. They it is there is so much low hanging fruit for so many different you know, niches and subgroups of people. All you have to do is open your eyes. Totally. Open your eyes and understand what reality is right now everywhere. You yep. can start a business doing anything, you can have markets. Any, it, There's a kid it's that makes over. like
0: $20 million a year reviewing toys on YouTube, and he's right. like seven years old. Right. Like, 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 give like, me a break.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That kid's doing that. Zero well, excuse. I can't get out of my nine to five. Okay. All right. Are you trying zero? Yeah, zero excuse. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't it doesn't take much. I I have my hands in a lot of things. I got a yep. lot of different irons in the fire, um, so I'm no you know shining beacon of an example, but uh, I'm still doing the thing. Yeah, totally. So let's like, like
0: let's get into some of that because there's a couple of things I want to make sure we hit as it relates to the homesteading stuff specifically, mm-hmm. and then some of the prepping stuff because these are things that like. I have questions about too, as I'm like getting more into this and then questions that I've gotten from a lot of guys as well. And so go figure, I mean, like you get, like being a coach and coaching men, uh, like I do it from the health and strength standpoint, right? Mm -hmm. But like I I coach men, That's I don't coach women anymore. I used to for years, but like, that's where my focus is right now. And understandably, a lot of them have these same concerns. You know, like, well, what, what do I need to do to start doing this kind of thing? Or like if I'm homesteading and I, but what if I live in town? Like, mm-hmm. right. I've only got, you know, I've got 0.1 acre. Like I live in a little town thing with a small backyard. Like I can't do any of this kind of stuff. Many such cases. Yeah. Right. But like, that's not accurate. Like you can, there's plenty of things that you can do because, and it took me a while too, to kind of get to this point. A lot of, a lot of guys will think, well, if I can't have the farm, like I, I there's no point I in having do anything. anything else. Yep right yep. so like they're they're not even gonna take that first step to get to the to eventually get to that point i have i have the the answer for that well, let's hear it so like if you if you're in that position where like you live in town, like we, I told you where we live in town. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, we don't have a huge backyard, but I have two raised bed gardens and then like uh, a little other plot that kind of runs alongside a sidewalk that I had grown stuff in. And that's a ton. And like, that's mm-hmm. still a ton of work, like yeah. to get that stuff done. But like, say you got even less than that, or like you live in an apartment even, like there are things that you can still be doing. So
1: like, where's step one for a lot of that stuff? Okay, so, um, and like, I can, I can touch on a lot of that. So keep me on track, cause I, I will just Do your thing here. Um, Step one. So for anybody that is that has any sort of this, like I, I need to, I need to have something that provides for me, right? right. That that's the biggest mindset thing, right? Because I can have all the answers on the boots on the ground reality that that sure. I want, right? But it's the mindset thing that needs to change. Is that people people want something that provides for them. More importantly, people want something that provides for them with minimal input. Right. That's right. Humans are lazy, right? We all get it. So. Um, let, let's start with the apartment people. Uh, all you apartment people. Okay. Oh, wait, let me preface this first off. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm against government anything. So that- <laughs> On that, any level. On any level. Yes. About anything in any situation of ever. Okay. So that, that's the preface to anything I'm about to say. Um, cause I, I don't want, I don't want this episode to get flagged. Um, <laughs> so people who are in an apartment, um, Most people in apartments happen to have cats, okay? And this is a a Joel Salatin thing, which anyone listen to this, if you have not read any of Joel Salatin's books, buy all of them. He's the OG. He is the GOAT, (laughs) okay? Like, Joel Salatin- Maybe not the OG, because I mean, this has been a thing for like centuries. But as far as like the upfront (laughs) author, yes. Uh, Joel Salatin is the GOAT. Go buy all of his books. Amazon has them all. Yep. Um, He's an amazing man. I mean, Jonathan West has had him on his podcast, you know, in person too. Like, Joel's amazing. Uh, But his little math works out, and I was like, oh, wait, this actually works. So all you apartment people that have a dog or a cat, two chickens make less noise, less waste, (laughs) less stench than a common house cat. Furthermore, those chickens convert all of your scraps, all of them, anything organic, Mm -hmm. right? Don't feed them paper, but like anything food organic. Right they convert that into fertilizer for your garden that you can have on your balcony of your apartment or your community garden Mm. when you get out in your community and make a community garden because I guarantee you every church around you wants to have a community garden. Absolutely. Go ask. Go ask. Simple question. Hey, can we do a community garden here? Guarantee it is an overwhelming enthusiastic yes.
0: Yeah. And they'll probably have people that would like help
1: Oh yeah, Yeah, they'll have have plenty of people ready to go all over the
0: place. Yes.
1: Okay. So, Hey, I've got fertilizer for it. There you go. Furthermore, those chickens will also just make you eggs. Yeah. Out of your scraps. Yep. Um, and because I'm KJ, everyone likes to think that I just shake my chickens violently and (laughs) create, I I create omelets before the egg is out. (laughs) I don't, but, uh, that right there is, it's, it's just a mindset thing. Like I know that there's rules, right? Uh, no, there's not. No, there's not. You're a human being on this planet. Mm-hmm. Instead of having a cat, if your apartment's like, oh, well, you can't have animals. Do they need to know? <laughs> right. why, why, why would they know? Don't get a rooster. You know that, <laughs> right. That's a bad idea. right? Like, but you're, you're never going to hear the chickens. You can keep them in a double XL dog crate You know, in whatever room in your apartment, and they're, they're fine. Yeah. They'll just hang out. You feed them. They make you eggs, and they're happy. There you go. And plus they're not outside. That's a happy chicken living in a, a temperature controlled <laughs> environment. all day. Yeah. Come on. That's <laughs> like, so amazing. But uh, for people, you know, not in the apartment life, like people that, you know, especially the, the, the suburb life right now, like yeah. houses keep getting closer and closer together, yep. you know, like, especially, you know, around here, a $500,000 house has a, a 10 foot deep by 40, you know, backyard, like, yeah. and it costs insane. a half a million dollars. It's, it's, it's right absolutely now. absurd. Uh thanks, California. Um but for that right there, a lot of people they they go into it and if they, they they go into it with an HOA. Right. Right. They pay people money to give them tickets. Right. You know, and it's the same <laughs> I'm thing paying
0: it, you to tell me what to do.
1: Yeah, it's <laughs> the same thing with police. It's the same it's the same exact thing. Like I'm I'm paying you my money. So then you charge me my money. (laughs) If people really boil down what's happening in this country, it don't make no sense. So anyhow, um, but with the HOA thing, people say, okay, well, there's this set of rules, and they have HOA meetings and things like that. Yeah. Well, how big is that community? Right. You know, how, how many people live directly next to you? Because I can guarantee, if you are not an asshole and you're a decent human being, yeah. You're going to make decent neighbors. And right. I know the good fences make good neighbors. No, 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 no. Knock down the fences. Why? If you if you live next to three or four people and you're all conjoined in that suburbia lifestyle, which most of them are, knock down your fences. Take them down. <laughs> What's the HOA gonna do? You need to put your fences up. And then, you know, three quarters of the population of the HOA says, uh, no. <laughs> yeah, you know, right. get on your golf cart with your flashy light and get the fuck out of here. You know, like that's <laughs> dumb. So that's the thing with people in suburbia they can do whatever they want they just have a piece of paper that says that they can't and that and it drives me nuts because like who who, who's making these rules right you know is it karen down the street that doesn't want you to have chickens okay well who's not in any vicinity near where so go ahead and get a bunch of your neighbors together all of you buy chickens and karen's gonna move right and you're going to get someone else that's more congruent and more aligned with your ideals, and and ready to go. Like it's very simple. You have you have this backyard, and you're not in you're know, in a rur- rural area, and you know you have whatever you know CCNRs that you know right. your county regulations are. Um, disregard them entirely. Just just do what you are going to do, because there is no capital M man as an enforcement, whatever it is, whether it's the city or the city council or the police officer, whatever, that's going to come into a neighborhood with three, four, five, seven, 13 families and say, you can't have chickens. Good luck. right? Like, okay. That, what, like, what a stupid tree to try and climb. Like, right. it's not going to happen. <laughs> you know, and so people just have this fear because, well, it's a, it says it on a piece of paper. Right. Ah, stop. Like, it, it's so annoying. So, um, you And it became that way because however long ago,
0: one person had a problem with it and then they wrote it down yes. and then nobody said anything about it again. Because yep. like,
1: it was just like, don't stir the pot Oh, kind of yeah. Thing. Well, that's what Jane said up the road. We better right. not do it. And it might be not like, it. someone that
0: lives there anymore. Like it could have been like a decades-old mm-hmm. you know, rule or regulation or whatever, somebody who hasn't lived there for 15 years. Yeah. And so it's like, why is this even still on the thing? Like why not find out if anybody's mm-hmm. actually going to do anything about this? Yeah, people you know? don't
1: understand the power of flipping the table. Yeah. Just do that all the time. If someone, oh, we can't do this because of this reason. Why does that reason exist? Well, I don't know. Table flip. <laughs> sure, <laughs> now, that, that's now it's it. Gone. If you don't have the answer and you can't give me a, a logical, you know concise reason why I shouldn't be doing what I want to do with my life and with my family and with my property, if it's harming other people, if it's putting other people in danger, fine, I'll listen. If it's not, stop breathing oxygen in front of me. Like, just yeah. stop it. Just, just well, go and away. And that's
0: the thing, too. Like, it's not about just deliberately being a jerk. No. To, like, defy just for the sake of it. Like like mm. you said, if you can come at me and, and give me an actual conversation and an actual point that makes logical sense, like, I'm not just going to throw you out and, like, disregard anything you have to say. Like, be reasonable, mm-hmm. you know? But, like, if it's an unreasonable thing, then... No, I'm not going to do yeah. that. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not going to do it. And also, I'm not listening to you anymore.
1: Right. <laughs> like, so here's a good example. Like, If you're going to raise rabbits, right? Th- okay. this, is an, this is an actual uh, applicable one. Um, if you're going to raise rabbits, they're quiet. They mm-hmm. breed a lot. Super healthy meat. And they, they take less space than chickens because you can just put rabbits up in hutches against a fence line. Right. Right, And they just, they just live there. They're happy as clams. And then, you know, they shit. It drops down. You have fertilizer. Everything's good to go. But- their fiber majority is Angora. A lot of people are allergic to Angora. So, like, gotcha. if you have it in a neighborhood area... and It the might wind, actually be yes, affecting other And the wind picks up, yep. you know, and some kids allergic to Angora. Like, you know, so, so those are things that that's a reasonable conversation. Right. Hey, uh, I saw you have rabbits, and that's the thing. You can't be a dick on both sides. right? Don't come up and start screeching at someone, like, <laughs> your rabbits are killing my kid. <laughs> you know, like, no. Like, is he alive right now? Okay, he's fine. Let's have a conversation, <laughs> right. you know. Um, but... Any any normal reasonable man, like if my if my rabbits were affecting the child, I'd be like oh yeah. sorry, didn't know they were allergic. How about uh, we just kill all the rabbits? We'll do a rabbit stew, and you know we won't have any rabbits anymore. <laughs> you know the kid will be fine. So uh, there's just there's there's all sorts of layers of nuance because we can't put ourselves in everybody's boots. It's just that people need to disregard all these made up shackles and limitations that. Mm-hmm have been put on them and that they have also put themselves into you know they they've made themselves their own prisons right and it, that that's limiting physically as far you know what you can do physically and you know how you think about your physical body and how you interact with yourself and with everybody else during the day and it's also limiting for your future there's n- there's no reason for you to be put into any of these boxes you have to start asking why or well why what how you know, all these things like read your county regulations, read yeah. your city regulations, like what what is in there? If you need to go to the building and ask why is this in there? Do it. Yeah. You pay those people. Yeah. You pay those people every day. If they can't answer you, disregard it. Yeah. And record it. And if they come at you for it, like, oh, remember when I asked? Remember when I asked about this exact thing and yeah. you couldn't answer me? I went ahead and did it anyway. So you can pay the fine because right. my money is going to pay that fine anyway. You didn't give me any sort of reason yeah. why. I you should. didn't give me a reason. Yeah. You didn't give me an answer. You didn't give me an outlook or a way to do whatever I wanted to do. Fine, your rules yeah. don't exist anymore.
0: And it's amazing how many of those because it wasn't it just this last year, this last summer that it was like the first time, and I don't remember how many decades that like all of the state of Idaho's regulations were set to expire in July like, this last July. Mm-hmm. And, like, we had a chance, like, to do something, <laughs> like, so awesome. Yeah. And it obviously didn't happen. Yeah. But, like, they, like, because all of, all these, just, like, these kind of things, mm-hmm. these dumb regulations mm-hmm. that serve no purpose except to collect money, mm-hmm. like, to feed the state government, right? Yeah. Like, this is the only reason they exist at any level.
1: Yeah, state and, is a disease. Okay. Yeah. Anyway.
0: And so... We had this opportunity where literally, like, the entire state regulatory book was set to expire in Yeah, it was burning. Yeah, like, all of them were done. And all we had to do was just nothing, actually. All they had to do was nothing. Like, -hmm. like, it it actually took work to pass them to get them back in effect. When, if they would have just sat there, like, we could have been quite literally— the freest state that's like ever existed since the conception of the country. Yeah,
1: I mean even th- even after that we're still the freest state.
0: Yeah. like and even yeah even so like it's it's ridiculous what yeah. I mean but it's yeah. just so funny like we had an opportunity to just be like no we could tell everybody I don't care. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, you they can didn't do whatever even you want, want to do
1: that. And that that's what it, I mean I don't I don't like the influx of populations we're getting around here but there's I mean it's it's unavoidable, yeah. right? And like I said at the beginning, the American readout is real. Yeah. Which, you know, I'm fine with as long as you, as long as you come here armed and semi-prepared and are available to be taught and coached. Fine. Um, but uh, you know, I think pe- I
0: saw something like sixty thousand people move to Idaho this year.
1: Oh no, it's like one thirty.
0: Is it? So, yeah. I was, so that must be just like. Treasure Valley,
1: then. Yeah, just the Treasure Valley would area. be sixty thousand. Yeah.
0: Which that makes a little bit. More all, sense, of regis- that all of our all of our
1: registrations over twenty twenty one just in just in the county we live in. Yeah, um, it was sixty eight percent just from California. Woof. Yeah, it, I mean, so it's it, it's wild, but um, you know, and, and it's a lot of the Northern California people that are moving here, right? So, right. and I don't play uh, politics, obviously, with my comment about the government, um, but at least a majority of them are red ish. You know, and so, so you can you know cross your fingers a little bit on that. Like obviously, Ada County, go to hell, don't care. (laughs) Um, But, um, you know, having that influx of people, it it requires, which I was speaking on earlier, requires men who are aligned with themselves Mm -hmm. and aligned with their self accountability to be able to guide. All of these all these new people and it's not that you know it's not that you have to be Moses you know it, it it's that's not it it's that you have to lead yourself and your family in a way that is respectable and sets an image and a boundary yeah. for all these people coming in to understand like oh that, that this is they're doing really well correct yeah we are and this is how it's done you know and so um, I'll get back to real quick my my answer for, the people who are on the fence about, oh, if I can't have the farm, I'm not going to do right. anything. <clears throat> if you can't have the farm, whatever that looks like to you, yeah. uh, like my farm is different from the farm next door, like literally yeah. next door, um, what you need to do is understand that if you are trying to be more self-sufficient and prepared and you know, rely on you and your family and, and the goods that you have and the materials that you have and things like that, the first step that you need to take is rid yourself of all of the bullshit that you've stacked up. Netflix, any other monthly subscriptions, grocery store pickup and go stuff, DoorDash, Ubers, all, all this stuff, right? All that stuff, not only is taking your money, it's taking your time and attention away. And so if you can do that successfully, you can do the rest of it. You yeah. can have the farm because that that's sort of how i started i saw the way the world was going in 2015 2016 whatever it was i was like yeah this is not gonna work out this is gonna go bad and i want to start a family uh and so i just pulled i mean full pull the brakes on everything we got rid of everything every subscription everything we didn't need got rid of our vehicles drove beaters for a long time just to you know reduce down our overhead Uh, but what, what that allowed is not only we had the, the monetary to be able to put into something else, whether it's goats or chickens or fencing or, you know, lights or whatever it is, right? Garden stuff. Um, but it also gave me the time to yeah. do that because people don't even realize it. Like you have so much time sink into a bunch of stuff that is not serving you. It is not serving you at all. Uh, and like for myself, especially, I'm really busy right now with stuff that is all serving me. Yeah. Everything that I do, I don't have any hobbies right now, and I'm fine with that because everything that I do is serving me or my family in a much higher purpose every second that I do it, whether it, whether it's I'm at work, on the way home, while I'm at home. you know, First thing in the morning, I'm always on calls, networks, uh, in group chats, all sorts of stuff, just trying constantly to raise that needle, just totally. keep it moving, keep it moving, keep it moving, because I don't care what's underneath the needle. That's, that's already done and gone. It's what can I do to compound on the decisions that I've made? Because I'm rooted in my life. It's not that I'm you know, unshakable. I can still change lanes. Sure. But I'm rooted in the direction that I'm going. Nothing else is going to get in my way of that. Yeah. You know, I can swerve and I can dodge and I can adapt and react, still go in the same direction.
0: And the important thing to note, too, is like when you're doing all of those things, filling your time with things that are meaningful— Right. You're unless it's like so physically demanding that you're literally physically burned out, like the burnout thing doesn't happen as much. Like if it's stuff that is like it fires you up. Yeah. Right. You know, like the burnout stuff comes from spending all day doing something that you hate, you know, and, and doing things that, you know, are pulling away from the things that you
1: you know, you, you ought should to be, be doing.
0: doing. Yep. Yep. And so making a lot of these changes. The easy, and it's the same thing. Like, I've, I've talked about this, I don't know, 40 million times in my life as a coach and then even on this podcast. But like, it's the same thing with training and, and strength, right? It's like, you're not gonna day one go into the gym and throw 225 on a bench if you've never worked out in your life. Like, it's gonna crush your neck and you're dead and it was pointless. Good job. Right? <laughs> if you can even get it up off the rack at that point. But like, you go in and you start with one thing and then you just stack ones. All, like every single day, the plus one. Like okay. my buddy Brandon Lilly has, like the, the plus one mentality. Like every every decision is a plus or a minus one. Like every meal, every phone call, every time I go to the gym, like it's either going to be a plus one or a negative one. Negatives are going to happen, yep. but as long as you end the day as often as you can, like in the positives. Yeah, with
1: more po- with more pluses than negatives. Exactly.
0: Fine. Like you're going to be moving forward each each day, and like when you distill it down to these smaller things, like like for the people in the apartments, it's like get a chicken, right? I mean, sure. you can.
1: You have to start somewhere. You have to do you it something. You just have to take the leap.
0: Like, and, and the other thing is like, it would be kind of stupid for you if you've got zero experience to go buy a 10-acre farm and then have a whole bunch of animals you've never done anything before just because you think it's a cool idea, right? Like that's kind of like a popular thing right now. Yeah, if guess you,
1: how I get free animals all the time from people who do that. <laughs> No, I'm, I'm dead serious. I am don't people, doubt it. People like, take this do giant this. leap yeah. and they say, "Oh, I'm going to go buy, I'm going to go buy a couple acres and I'm going to get baby goats and you know, and I'm going to get ducks and geese and all mm-hmm. these chickens and then six, seven, eight months down the line, uh, these are all free or can we get you know, yeah. can we get twenty dollars a piece for them? Fine, yeah, I'll, I'll go buy your animals for that for that cheap. Absolutely, seriously, I'll stack them up because I know how to take care of them. Yep, you know, and and for anybody who's like you were saying that, that has that. Uh, whether they're going to take that leap for ten acres or they're they're on the fence of fear and stuff, I get it. Trust yeah. me. Like I, I grew up only doing horses. That was it. But that's all we did, and we yeah. had we had a couple head of cattle. Um, but as far as like goats and chickens and ducks and sheep and you know yeah. all the other stuff that I had my hands in, no idea. Yeah, I just read books. Yeah, that's it. Books are awesome. Everyone, <laughs> read more books. Shocker. In fact. <laughs> History will tell you that over the last two years, a lot of people should have read a lot more books, <laughs>
0: and, and actual books.
1: Yes. Not, yeah, not yeah. History doesn't y- uh, repeat itself, but it often rhymes. Does rhyme? Yeah. Yes. So, um, and that's that's how I taught myself. I, I you know, twenty sixteen, I grabbed a bunch of books. So I was like, I I, I want to start a I want to start a homestead. Yeah. Just try try and make ourselves as self sufficient as possible, and just use what we have. As much as we can. Yeah. Whether that's our food or you know, our, our monthly bill stuff, or if we can provide if something can provide right. for us, if that takes my sweat equity, fine. Totally. Fine. I'm I'm a I'm a young man. I mean, I feel old as shit now, but <laughs> like <laughs> relatively I'm, I'm, I'm relatively young, right? And if it takes me just busting my ass to build outbuildings, to build coops, totally. to build fencing to it, fine. They're providing us milk. Fibers, food, proteins, yeah. fertilizer. And like I, I I like to have a multi step thing to whatever is happening on the homestead. Yep. It can't just be, oh, I'm growing cauliflower here. No, that's dumb. Okay, so if I'm growing cauliflower here, I need to grow something else directly next to it that's going to complement it. That soil itself is going to be directly given to the chicken so they can scratch it. They can shit on it. That fertilizer directly goes into the compost. The compost sits (laughs) over here. The compost goes back into the garden. Like it's a whole system. It's an ecosystem. That's what permaculture is. It's very easy to do once you understand that you, as a human on this planet, the earth doesn't care about you at all, (laughs) it doesn't care you have to input what you want for output. Like it, you are part of the energy cycle. You're all here. And I don't mean to get all hippy trippy with everybody, but that that's a fact. Yeah, You're here. You just happen to walk upright and talk. Yeah. You still have to put your value into the soil just like everything you see does. Yeah. You have to put something in to get anything out. And it takes work and sometimes it sucks. Yeah. Uh, I
0: had uh, Bert Soren on the podcast back in, July or August, president of Soron X, and he's a huge outdoorsman hunter. Like, uh, I'm actually going down to South Carolina in about a month to go hang out with all them. And, uh, but he always says, he's like, cause in reference to like hunting, yeah. right? He's like, the mountain doesn't care at all about what you're doing. Right, like it, it's not like when you go up there, the mountain's gonna feel bad if you don't get a deer. And it's like, <laughs> oh, you know, let's back off on the snow and the wind. Like, give him a chance. Let's get yeah, some trees around. There. Let him walk out. Let him get down that like, ridge. You know, or it's like I'm gonna. It, it it doesn't. Like it, life will continue without even a a snap. Right, like and so it's kind of this like. And with the animals thing, it's so funny to me because I I kind of call it like the. I don't even know how I would say it where it would make grammatical sense but like the Disneyification of <laughs> of so much this, of the forest of the for- and animals yeah. in general mm-hmm. like or or just nature in general right that that like nature is this magical happy all the time place that's here to like help us and it's like the wind sweeping up pocahontas and carrying her like to all these places it's like no, it'll kill you pretty quickly
1: mm-hmm. if you don't know what you're doing, and it and it keeps moving, right? And yeah, it doesn't stop. There, there, yeah. that, that train has been going. Yeah. There is no stopping this train. And like George Carlin, um, you know, the one of the greatest writers that happened to be a comedian ever, he said. It's like, pretty
0: common in that profession, though, yes, like when you think about it. it like, is. protect the comedians because they are kind of like modern day prophets in a lot yes. of ways.
1: <laughs> a lot of them are. <laughs> no, but George George Carlin said back in. I mean, I think it was like the 80s, early 90s. It's yeah. like the earth doesn't give a shit about you. It's going to shake you off like a bad case of fleas. It doesn't care. And all these people harping on the, you know, global warming. Cool. Have you seen this winter? Have yeah. you seen the <laughs> ice shelf gain like 13 feet? You know, like, global warming. And that's the thing. They called it global, global freezing back in the 70s. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Yeah, it was, it was a whole National Geographic thing. That's hilarious. They had a whole front page thing, right? Because Time was big back then, and National Geographic was big back then, and they and so all the environmentalists called it global freezing, right? And global freezing didn't work out. Didn't work. And they were like, oh, and so they're like, well, <laughs> global warming, and they tried that, right? They tried that in the late '90s, early 2000s, and now global warming isn't working out, and you've got you know little girls saying, how dare you? Because we should trust them. So yeah,
0: the one, the funniest, the funniest one. I can't remember who said. It. it Might have been Carlin. Who knows? It sounds like something he would say. But uh, like the message about like we're we're saving the earth, right? And and I'm gonna stop right here. I absolutely believe in being like a steward of the environment and taking care of the land that that's why I takes do what care I do. Of us. Exactly, yeah. right? It's not like we're out here just burning crap up and polluting and doing stuff nope. on purpose just to to be you know, jerks, yeah. right?
1: This isn't Kentucky.
0: Right. <laughs> but like the idea that it's like, Oh, we're, we're looking out for the earth. we got to take care of the earth. It's not the earth. That's going to not be fine. Like if anything goes wrong on the planet, it's because all the people are going to be the ones that get affected. The earth is going to be fine. Like it'll do its thing and take Self- care of itself. Self resetting cycle. Self correct. And do all this thing. And so like, it's, this, it's always just this funny thing where like, we're trying to save the earth. Save the earth. I'm like, the earth will still be
1: here like it's going to yeah, do its thing you won't <laughs> <laughs> right it's just... Yeah. well what a lot of people don't understand is that we're we are uh, very close approaching our next mini ice age right now that happens around 2140 2150 that's and that you can't prove me wrong on that look at <laughs> look at the cycle look ask nasa they'll know right you know like that that's the that is the universal cycle of what happens with the planet um and so Uh, what people are trying to do is just beat themselves against a wall to virtue signal. They're not actually doing anything virtuous at all. They're not not helping the dynamic at all. What they're doing is just screeching into the void. And fine, because literal people like me are affecting a better earth with everything that I do, with soil health, with animals, with food, with everything else because the FDA, the USDA, and any other of those alphabet organizations can go pound sand because everything that they've done has made people fat, sick, unhealthy, diseased, yeah. reliant on big pharma, and the list goes on and on and on. And so, yes, most of the things I do are probably considered illegal. Come at me, <laughs> like I, I don't care. I'm, I'm leading my family healthy, I'm leading my community healthy, I'm giving them real food, mm-hmm. they have real soil, Oh, well, no, and we need to have corn substitutes. Cool. Do you know how many creatures, and I use that term literally, creatures die just from one cornfield a year?
0: I don't know if you watch
1: or have ever watched the show
0: Yellowstone before, but it's no, like... No, I
1: try not to watch anything that's I know popular. you don't, and so I was hesitant <laughs> to even
0: ask because I knew the answer already, but on my off chance, that's like a show I could see you getting into. Mm.
1: And so... Uh, I know who's in it, so I yeah, really want but to, there was but... There's this great
0: scene, in a, in a, and I actually talked about this on another show, but it just like fits right with what we're talking about. There's, like, this protest happening because they're cattle ranchers in Montana, right? And so there's this big protest happening because it's, like, vegan people saying, like, how can you do this oh kind of God. thing?
1: Vegans are and, mentally ill. Uh,
0: and so he comes over, Kevin Costner's character comes over, like, the boss of the whole ranch, right? And he comes over to the to the girl who's, like, the head protester. And they're in cuffs because they've been arrested for, like, assaulting police officers. So she's sitting on the sidewalk. And uh, he goes... I can't remember the exact quote, but he goes, do you know how many... Uh, how many things die when you want to plant a field of the stuff that you're going to eat. He's like, how many voles, mouses, moles, snakes, bugs, everything dies. And then the line that is the best that seals it at the end He's like, so the question you have to ask yourself is, how cute does something have to be before you're upset that you're going to kill it to eat it? Or that it has to die so you can eat? Yep. And so it's like, like everybody's drawn a line somewhere on like animals mm-hmm. to like, what's okay for which animals okay to die, which ones aren't. And it's like, but there's a disconnect and all of them are going to die because that's life. Yeah. Like that's how things work. And a, and a
1: bunch of them are going to die and because so, you want a beyond burger.
0: And so if yes. we can like best utilize it to protect all of them as much as we can, like that's the conversations I have with a lot of the guys that are in the hunting community. Like there isn't, uh, like as like as a singular group of people, I'd argue there's probably not a more effective group of people for conservation of environment than hunters.
1: Or like, no, that hunters are the conservationists. That's so what I that, mean. And, and that's exactly. everybody's screeching against that wall. Like it, it makes absolutely no sense. It, hunters and farmers, um, like obviously, we are very much tapped into, right? right? Um, you know, so we can only speak to perception as reality. <laughs> Hunters and farmers are, are the biggest positive or net positive yeah. human beings for the earth that there is right now. Yeah. There, like any agency, any organization, any nonprofit, it, it, it just miss me with it. Just pound sand, go away. It, it doesn't matter because we live boots on the ground and we do this every day. Yeah. All of our lives. And so, like, and I get a lot of, I, all the time, any time I post something with me, like hunting ducks, Especially, and I don't know why. I, I still don't I don't get it. Like I don't understand. But anytime I'll post something of me just blasting sky rats, right? <laughs> sky rats. And they are, they are, and people don't understand that. And that's that that's probably part of the problem, is that you know you have different flyways, is what they're called. Right. That that's what the you know efficient game departments call them, different flyways. We're in the Pacific flyway. Um there is trillions. T, T, trillions of ducks that come through each flyway, no matter where you are in in the country. And all of them ruin fields, ruin soil health, ruin river systems immediately. You know, and like, that's why you can look at a river in April with a satellite image or actually be there and look at it. Go look at that thing in November. Entirely different river. Yep. Entirely different river because all the sky rats land and just shit and dig all holes everywhere and ruin the whole ecosystem. Hunters try to get as many of them out as they can. You know, unless, without
0: and, being a detriment to like the population to but, the population of the birds. Right? The fact that there's so many, like, it's very hard to get to that point. It is if, very hard yeah. to get
1: to that point. I mean, yeah. If if your limit is seven right now, right? It's seven yep. right now at uh, 21. If you're hunting um, coots around here. Um, but it's seven right now and you can only have a, a couple of each breed. Okay, fine. Like I'll I'll reach I'll reach my bag limit by like six forty five AM. You know <laughs> I'll be home Great. in time to
0: make it for breakfast. Yeah, I'll make it for <laughs>
1: breakfast, you know. Um and you know, you you times that by, you know, tens of thousands of hunters just in one state. Great. we are doing our part to try and limit yeah our waterways and especially especially in high desert places like this and California and things like that. We need to protect whatever it takes yeah. to protect waterways because of droughts. Yeah, Like, we had a drought this year because of all the fires. Yep, yeah. And it sucked. And, like, my, my bees hated it, by the way. Like, I, I should have gotten 140, 150 pounds of honey this year. I got 40. Wow. Because they didn't that leave because it's fact. just smoke everywhere. Yeah. Remember, it was, like, seven weeks straight yeah, where it was, was over 100 and it was just smoky everywhere. It they, was, like...
0: Middle of June mm-hmm. through the like middle through of most August, of July, bi- yeah, yeah, basically. The like, yeah. kids were going back to school and it was still like, yep. yeah, the they didn't even leave the things.
1: hive. They yeah. just stayed in the hive because it's smoke everywhere. They're not going to fly in that. It, you know, yeah, jacks them all up. And so my honey production was way down. If we had better waterways, fires like that wouldn't happen. So, yeah. well, I mean, obviously forest con- yeah. conservation too. But I don't, I don't want your podcast to end up on like you know Vox. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to get into like the prep stuff too, because this,
0: it all goes hand in hand. Like mm-hmm. these aren't like separate things. It, it's, it's all, all the same. part of the same thing, but people tend to classify them or view them as separately yeah. uh, for whatever reason. But um, essentially it's just like, it wouldn't, and as far as the gardening part of it is how I would imagine this. Like if the gardening part, the prepping stuff is like the later stage of that once you've got mm-hmm. the things that you've harvested, right? Mm-hmm. Like, You're now jarring, you're canning, you're preserving, you're freezing, whatever it is you're doing on a food standpoint. But there's a bunch of other aspects of, quote, unquote, prepping that are not food related. So A majority of it is not food related. A majority of it. So, I mean, like, off the top of your head, you think of food, you think of, like, guns, right? And you've already showed me around here, like... I can see like half a dozen. I mean, I'm I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's three times that, that I can't see just in the general room that we're sitting in. But uh, like other than those two things or, or building off of those two things, like where are your priorities and like, how do you, how did those come to be the priorities and how you're doing at least here. And then like, if you've got kind of recommendations on where to begin there too, because that's kind of its own thing as well.
1: So it, uh, if you want to just jump into it both feet, mm-hmm. that, that's a whole thing, right? You're going you're gonna to be up to your ears trying yeah. to swim into it. So <clears throat> it, it organically happens on its own based on whatever your environment is. Okay. But there, there's a couple, there's a couple uh, cornerstones that people just need to have. You know, just like place those, do whatever you're doing, you're going to come back to these. Okay. And that is food, obviously. Yep. Medical. Defense, however that looks, yep. right? Because everybody's regulation is different. Every whether it's in this country, a different country, whatever it is, state like, to state. Yes, in this country. Yes. Yeah. Defense of whatever it is. If yep. if you if you can't have guns at all, fine. Go buy like eight hundred tomahawks. You know, I'm, I'm serious. Like, <laughs> right. No. Yeah. Ser- just go do something because those are multi-purpose. You can cut down trees with them. You can make you know fires with them. You you Tons can of stuff. You can scalp people with them. Um, <laughs> just breath. historically <laughs> speaking <laughs> so so uh, food medical and defense are some of I mean the main three right there but the other one is completely utilitarian mm-hmm. like just that word utilitarian mm-hmm. what can you stock up that is going to serve you when you know you cannot rely on anything mm-hmm. other than yourselves and that's something that that people need to internalize and really think about like what what do I need that I can't provide for myself? And that that looks different for everyone, right? You know, whether it's medications or, um, you know, physical restraints or, you know, depending on where you live, how do you get out? Right. You know, like if you can't stay in, how do you get out? Yeah. Do you need, you know, do you need a vehicle for that? Do you need bicycles for that? You know, that that all is going to vary very much. And that's fine. Like all that stuff is fine as long as it absolutely works for you. It needs to have multi-purpose uses as well as it needs to be redundant yeah because if something fails it needs to be a redundant cycle system to where if that thing fails that's fine i have something ready to go that'll replace it um and it's not that i spend my whole day thinking about prepping it's just that i know that well i i can't trust our government definitely can't trust our state government i can i can trust my neighbors right because i've worked to nurture and build that community and do that, which all of you should be doing. Yeah, And that I, that's, goes back to that reel I made today. Like Your neighbors are your very first points of contact for any situation. It doesn't matter what it is. I I don't care. Throw, throw a situation at me. It's going to be the same answer. Yeah. Your neighbors are your first point of contact. I don't care who they are. I don't care what side of the aisle they're on or what their thing is. They know that they have to rely on you and You need to be able to rely on them. Yeah, like get over it, just just absolutely get over it. If your neighbors are pieces of shit, fine, move. (laughs) Like, like it's it's such a it's just such a simple thing. It just annoys me that people don't make good networks with their neighbors. Right. Um. So having the utility thing is is where people need to really focus their mind because food is simple, right? Dry goods, canned goods, whatever. Right, yeah. if you're going to go buy it all, great. I think it's uh, ooh, my my Patriot Supply, maybe or something like that. Yeah, yep. they they have fantastic six month,
0: yeah. you know, mea- ship a big meal box buckets. Of, of stuff yes, that'll last you.
1: Awesome prices, actually decent food. Yeah, you know, six month quantities. Like that, that's a fantastic thing. If you just want to buy it and store it, fine. Just do that. That's yep. super easy to do. Um, as far as the medical stuff goes. Uh, what a lot of people will do is just oh I've got band-aids and I've got you know um, ibuprofen and I have you know some burn oil you know just simple stuff mm-hmm. no your med thing needs to have every vitamin known to man all of them all of them buy multiple bottles of all of it except for fish oil stop taking fish oil whoever is into this stop doing it <laughs> like full of estrogen stop taking that shit and
0: a lot of them are just like Poor, poorly made, oh, yeah. and so yeah. they're like rancid yeah. half the time, anyways. Yeah. So
1: yes. Yeah. Um, there's only I think there's two or three, like total in the whole country right now that I'd recommend as far as like actually taking any any vitamins or supplements. Nature Made has a couple. Um, the rest are just like obscure names, but they are actually full of what they say they're the full of. The only
0: one that I that I take anymore, and I've done it in capsule form, but I know people that take it in liquid form and just spoon it. Uh, is Icelandic cod liver oil. And yeah. it's, it's a little bit more expensive. Yeah, it'll but bite it, you on the way down. Yeah, it, <laughs> But <laughs> uh, but look at the people that live in Iceland. Mm-hmm. And they do it like, like if, as a child, a spoonful mm-hmm. daily. And they're like
1: some of the strongest, healthiest humans that live on this planet. Well, and, they were up until, you know, the right. last year. Right. <laughs> right. One of the highest vaccinated countries on the planet. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> right. Don't look at the numbers, anybody. Um, anyhow, uh, myocarditis. Um, so, um, the, people just need to supplement that. If you know, if you're prepping and you know the grid is going to go down, or you know grocery stores are going to go shut down, whatever it is, yep. whatever your however your market looks, you need to supplement what you're not going to get. Right. Right. Take red meat right out of the equation. You ain't getting it unless you hunt for it. Unless you hunt for it, or yep. unless you have cattle. Yep. Right just go ahead and write that off. So you're gonna need iron. You're gonna need a bunch of other vitamins to supplement for that. Um, and a lot of people don't take that into account. They think like, oh, well I've got just regular medical and medicine stuff. No, no, no. All that medicine is garbage anyway. It's just topical Band-Aids in liquid form. Sure. You know, NyQuil and you know, whatever else. It's just a Band-Aid. It's not gonna do you anything. If you have a proper gut health and vitamin regimen, you won't need that medicine anyway mm. at all. Especially if you do natural stuff, like we we take our our little flu bomb recipe all the time. If I start to feel like I'm sick, yeah, we have a little flu bomb recipe: ginger, garlic, honey, cayenne pepper, warm water, some lemon juice. Shoot that twice a day. It's gonna get rid of whatever <laughs> you had. Like it's, it's gonna-, gonna burn it out. <laughs> yeah. And I'm I'm serious. Every time you yeah. start to feel sick, twice a day, morning night, take that. You're you maybe feel like you're gonna get sick for a day and a half. Yeah. And then you don't get sick. Right. Oh, weird. You know, it's yeah. just, and that's, humans worked for humans. Well, I mean, centuries, industrial revolution happened. Like, you know, we can take the, you know, the last 120 years and be like, Oh, what happened? Oh, the last 120 years. Yep. That's what happened. That <laughs> right. That's what happened. We got, we got fat and lazy and addicted to whatever the television Everything. said we had to fucking do, you know? And it's just, <sighs> we're trying well, to dig ourselves out of it.
0: And the, and the, the, One of the things that makes this more digestible too, because we've already talked about it from people are like, oh, well, how do I get all this? Like buying all this stuff sounds super expensive, right? But if you do what you said earlier in this conversation and you cut out all this crap, like if you spend 50 bucks a month on streaming services, right? And all you did was take that $50 a month and- And buy canned food. And all you did was just add it into your grocery bill and all that $50 does- is for what you're gonna stock away. Mm-hmm. Like in six an, months, you're gonna need another room. That's an unbelievable amount of canned goods for <laughs> yeah. fifty dollars a month. Like it's it's insane. And so there's things that it's it's overthinking to mm-hmm. a degree, but then it's also like underestimating how Easy, it can be.
1: Yeah, people don't you know? understand how far their draw, their dollar can stretch. Right, and it's which, and it's because people don't understand what money actually is. They don't understand the utility of it. It has to have it has to have multiple multiple purposes. Mm-hmm. It has to be transitory. It has to be able to have a trade value. Mm-hmm. It has to have a promissory aspect to it, and it has to have a storage value. That's a lot going on, <clears throat> right? For just money. People don't even think about that. Right. They say, oh, well, here, here's a dollar. I'm cost buy this cost this much. Yeah. Here. No, there, there's so much that goes into that. Yeah. Um, and I spoke about this with Devin a couple of weeks back too. It's just like people need to understand and have more value in their money. And I understand our fiat system is broken by Bitcoin, by the way. Um, fiat system is broken. It's backed up by a federal reserve that is absolutely garbage. But for right now, if all the fruit is hanging low and it's all propped up by this fiat system, take advantage of it yeah. and learn how far you can stretch your dollars. Yeah. If you don't plan on stacking a bunch of them right, and taking advantage of the system, that's all well and good. You don't have to do that. You don't, you, you stay in your lane and you're just like, no, nah, I don't, don't want to deal with the world, right. but I'm going to make all my money stretch further. Great. Just understand how valuable that actually is yeah. because if you can understand how valuable it is, the person on the receiving end, you can then portray what that value of object is right yep. like hey I don't, I don't really want to pay you five dollars for that honey i will trade you five pounds of oats for that honey we don't have to do this money thing at all because that doesn't really make much sense right because my store of value is different from yours right perfect you know and it's just it's all really easy and it, people have just been absolutely propagandized and brainwashed and had the wool pull over their heads that You can't just be normal functioning humans in society anymore.
0: Well, and that bartering thing too, like Mm -hmm. just, and and because that requires what you've talked about this whole time, that requires relationships with people in your vicinity physically, Mm -hmm. right? Like it's tough to barter goods with someone via the internet that lives 40 states away. For
1: some people, I do it all the time. Right. I mean, but like that's not super (laughs) doable
0: for a lot of people that don't have the know-how, you know? But like, what can you do? Like there's, like you said, you live in this little community, your neighbors have stuff that are interesting to you or like that are valuable to you. You've got a lot of stuff going on that's valuable to them. Like create your own little ecosystem over here. Like you don't need to do it. Like you can do it separately of everything else that lives over here Mm -hmm. and that's its own thing. Like, it can be its own thing. Like, it really is like its own little zip code over here. Yeah, like, you guys have is. your own little government, like, <laughs> of just the however many houses I saw when I drove up here. Right? And there's,
1: and there's five total. Five, yeah. yeah.
0: Like, up this little lane. Like, you guys are, you should be just, like, your own town name. Like, put a flag in the middle and call it its own
1: township. That's like, what it is. And that's that's what, and this, this is going to be a spicy take. So, uh, <laughs> that's how communism works. It does work with four or five houses <laughs> right? after that. Holy hell. Like it doesn't, <laughs> right. it doesn't work at all. Right? <laughs> right. But like, and that's, I had, uh, uh like gen- 30 people max is like, the yeah, effectiveness that's of about it. it. Yeah. <laughs> and then people go- start getting shot in ditches. Yes. <laughs> right. Uh, and it, yeah, there's no gray area. It's immediate. Just like shot in the ditch. 31. Um, like- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. The, the liberal art degree. Major was really sad to find out there wasn't any food at the potluck at the Communist Party. <laughs> um, <so laughs> um, you know, it, it works. I had uh Jennifer Molesky, which is one of the speakers at 22 convention. Um, her and her husband it was, were asking me about homesteading and sure, you know, how I feel and you know, what kind of what I do in this whole vein. And um, you know, I was like, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm anti everything, you know, I, all of it. And and they they very very much are too. And they just bought their first homestead. And this is this is like beginning of October. They bought it okay. in like July. Okay. And so I was like, oh, fantastic! You know, I, I can try and help you out. And they're like, well, well, what would you label that trading system and everything else? I said, no, no, stop, stop. You're still in that mindset. There is no labels. You don't have to have a name or a label for getting along with your community and just trading and and just you know, hey, I've got some honey. Can I have some eggs? Right. And she was like, Oh, well, that sounds like communism. I said, It it is. <laughs> that's 100 percent what it is. But it's not politicized communism. There's it's, not one person overseas. Yeah, no, no. It's it's just that this community, we just trade things. You don't have to. Right. You just can. Yeah. You know, if like if you want to participate in it, go ahead. Yeah, I don't it's care. It's not <laughs> you owe me 40 cows. No, it no, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Yeah. So, it, and that's, people have that ingrained in their mind that, no, you just can't do that. No, you, you can just do that. You can just do that. There doesn't have to be labels to it. There doesn't have to be this overarching system. Right? Yeah. No, it can just be normal human interaction. Well, and that's what it was. Like yes, forever. That's for forever.
0: <laughs> Like, literally forever (laughs) from the dawn of humans. That's like people traded Mm -hmm. things. Yep. That was the currency. Like, even for most of the history of this country, like... Guys, when they came out west, it was like we'll trade a bunch of pelts of all these raccoons that we killed, and like because these mm-hmm. are super valuable, or like whatever it is. Yeah, like, I'll
1: trade you my blanket with smallpox for those guns. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> like all of it though. But that's the thing; it was normal, and
0: and it wasn't even that it was normal. It was just that's what it was. Like that was how you did things, and it's gone so it's gone so far away mm-hmm. from that that people have a negative connotation with it because it's like, well, that was like like we, we shouldn't have even been doing that in the first place. Like that was No, it's
1: because they don't understand that, that we live in a caste system. They just don't get it. They they don't get it because they're not willing to open up their eyes and look at it or hear it or understand it or anything else. We live in a caste system. You are all indebted forever for your whole life, you were already born with that. Your children are going to be born with that. Your grandchildren are going to be born with debt. And people who don't understand that definitely don't understand that the only way money is created is by debt. That's the only way fiat currency exists. I'm going to let that sink in. <laughs> money is created by debt. You have to be in debt for the system to create more money, which means you are the product. You are the product. Like, the, get out of it. <laughs> And this is a way to do it. Yeah. This may not be the perfect way for everybody. I don't have all the answers. Right. I don't have, you know, some shining star pieces of paper and a plaque on a wall that says I went to some university. and. Uh, it would that, kind of be antithetical of the whole thing. Oh, to be yeah. Like, get a degree yeah. in homesteading. Like that's kind yeah. of. Well, I have <laughs> my degree in homesteading. That's the thing. Like I, I have it. Um, I just get to talk about it. Right. I, I should make a piece of paper. I'll make a post one day, just my homesteading degree, and I'll put myself. little filigrees on it. Yes. And it'll have some old English <laughs> letters, and it'll be signed by Bill fucking Gates.
0: Well, and like you said, though, it's, step, it's a step process.
1: Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it is. You can't jump in both feet. Like, that's that's the whole thing that I'm trying to say is that you have to take responsibility for each avenue that you try and do. Right. And I, I want to make it very clear that I'm available all the time. I yeah. do coaching calls all the time. I do consultation calls all the time to just, hey, you know, hey man, I, I've got a third of an acre. We we want to try and get into chickens or we want to try and get a ducks or hey, yeah. um, here's a picture of my land. Sure, What would you do for a garden plot here? I do that all the time. Yeah. All the time. Um, I mean, I want to help people. Like obviously my time is worth something. Sure. So I'm not out there gouging people, but like, I will help you. Yeah. I, I will help you the best that I can because everything, like I said, has to have a multi-purpose system. And when people start to understand that, that's when that's when I get really proud and I get happy just to yeah. see them do it. Because like, oh, hey, man, I, I built a couple of these long beds that you were suggesting. Well, then, because mm-hmm. it was right next to my water, I just, I fed all that sediment into into my pond. Oh, and then I got fish in my pond. The fish just eat all the stuff from the plants. I never have to feed them. Yeah, you don't say. Go figure. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then I, I can just eat the fish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah, you know, it's just <laughs> it's this going. whole thing. Yeah. Like you're seeing the wheels turn. Yeah. Behind it, their it, eyes. It, it makes me so happy. It makes me so happy yep. to see that because they understand. Like the w- the way I, the way, I the way I present it to people, just it it ends up working out because yeah. I'm like you know hey I'm not just hey go plant carrots right there sure. no, no no there has to be there has Why? to be multi reasons behind it yeah. Plant carrots there, you know, put rabbits next to the carrots, you know, all sorts of different dominoes that are into effect. Um, And especially when I give people like my reading lists, Mm. you know, Joel Salatin and Wendell Berry and, you know, all all sorts of Wendell Berry goat, by the way. Mm. Um, I do want to plug that really quick. Wendell Berry, A Gift of Good Land is like an assortment of his essays and things like that. Mm. Anyone who is interested in anything about this, go pick up Wendell Berry, A Gift of Good Land. That just just read it and Absorb you know, it. You know, write me later. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's uh, w- when they see how many different applications they can have just from one system. Yeah. Just from a garden system or just from a chicken system. It, it it's just wonderful to see because then then I'll get just regular DMs of hey. Hey, I've got, you know, my, my six chickens, they're doing this. You know, I've got them in a chicken tractor. I'm moving them around. What do I do now? Follow your chickens with pigs. Follow your pigs with cow. Mm. Because the chickens will eat grass only about yay short. Mm-hmm. The pigs will come through and they'll shit more and they'll they'll nuzzle a little bit more mm-hmm. and they'll flip up the grass. Once the cows come through, they'll rip up all the good grass. By the time the chickens get back behind the cows, Grass is already green again. Right. Like it it's so easy. It's so Once easy. Once you
0: understand it, I mean like yeah, but that's the thing. Like people are so it's the paralysis by analysis thing. Mm-hmm. Like it just seems when you when you don't have any knowledge of it, it seems like such a daunting thing. But then when you just start and you just have these like here's step one.
1: Oh, it's chores. Right. Once you have a chore that's list, it
0: it's fine. And and the thing is too, like uh when I when I was getting into gardening a few years ago one of the things that was like, it makes the most sense in the world when you just think about it, right? Like that's with most things, by the way. Yeah. Like most of the common sense things, that's why they're called common sense. It's just yeah. like, think about it for two seconds. Not can, so common anymore. Exactly. <laughs> but like talking about gardening, it's like, don't grow a bunch of stuff you're never going to eat. You know, like people think, I want to have all this this huge garden that grows this, 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 this. I'm like, yeah, what are you going to do with what it? What are you going to eat? Like, do you even like half of this stuff or do you just grow it because you think that's what's supposed to be in every garden? So like not everything has to have all of these different foods in mm-hmm. it, like, and that goes back to what you were saying about assessing what what is important and, and utilitarian to your household. Like, mm-hmm. what's going to make the most sense for for you and your family? Like, if you need to grow this because this is what you guys consume a lot, then that should be the priority of what you guys grow and grow a lot of it. Grow a lot of it. Take care of it so you can preserve it later on, and then eat it fresh as you harvest or whatever. Mm-hmm. If like, if you're somebody who doesn't like, you know, if you're not going to ever eat eggs. Like don't, don't get, get chicken. chickens, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's pretty simple when it comes down to a lot of this kind of stuff, but it's those kind of mental barriers that people just like almost artificially kind of put up because it's like a scared to start. Oh no, It's a challenge. Exactly. It's, it's a like, challenge I don't know how in, to do this. People so I'm just going to come up with a bunch of walls and excuses yep. of why I can't do it rather than like, yeah. here's the easiest thing I can do. That makes sense for me in this moment. Start here. Once you get super good at this, and you have like enough mental capacity to expand into something else, mm-hmm.
1: then expand into something else. Yeah, and that, and that's people. Unfortunately, they've been they've been bred into that, to where they they only have of the questions of why they only have sorry they only have the answers of why I can't, mm-hmm. not the questions of how can I. Yeah, and that's that's a whole that's a whole other podcast worth of talking about Absolutely. that i mean it's that 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 uh crippling perception that people have allowed themselves to you know swallow mm. is you can see that across the board right now yeah pick pick any topic that's happened yeah. you know and so it's it's just really weird like yeah but so utilitarian wise my garden next year mm-hmm just give people an example, just because what works for us, it's going to have like three or four things that yeah. we would eat. That's it. And it, it is huge, right? It'll have do a ton of them. Yeah. <laughs> it'll have three or four things that we eat. All the rest of the whole gardens will be fodder and forage for all of our animals. Right. Because, um, let's go. Brandon <laughs> made inflation. Awesome. And now chicken feed is like $21 a bag. Wow. Yeah. What was it like a year ago? just for reference.
0: Holy cow!
1: Literally triple. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Not good. Almost literally triple. Yeah, it, that it, was it's Portman's getting close. There for a second, eighty-five-ish like percent. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah like a, it's just a, and I used I used Big D right here on yeah on um, ten mile and whatever it is victory, um, yeah. and there's just local family local everything yeah regular no commercial anything they just make feeds they make fodders make everything else and they got a dairy um it used to be 850 a bag and this is all just non-gmo stuff just sure. regular stuff it used to be 850 bag which is 50 pounds and it went up to i think it was like july or august it went up to like 1550 and i was like shit. You know, and that's right Same. when that's right, when diesel prices spiked. Yeah. Right. And that obviously goes hand in hand. Right. Know? Like even farm red diesel still costs a lot of money. Yep. They need those tractors to be able to get all that feed. Yep. Uh, and then uh, it hit like 18 and then it hit 20, and I was like, Oh man. So the more I can do, and this is what I'm saying, yeah. What can I do to input for my output? If I can yep. grow stuff that's gonna feed my animals, fine. I don't care. I'll 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 I don't care. I'll grow it anywhere. Yeah. I'll grow anywhere on any of this land. I'll make fencing, I'll make accommodations it doesn't matter what it is because that lowers the overhead yeah. for my family to be healthy. Totally period the end like it, it it doesn't matter like right now I don't have a milk cow. I would like one yeah but there's the balance saying that milk cow is gonna take up a bunch of space right. that I could be growing other things for so it's right. like it you know am I getting fresh raw milk? yes. But what else could be on that land? Oh, yeah. a lot of proteins and you know, fibers and other things. So then in that case, I spend my money, which I put a lot of value in, and I just buy raw milk from a local dairy. So it's Where do you get your you get thing. from
0: provider? Do you do provider farms at all?
1: What's provider farms? Who is that? They're at a mountain home. I ain't driving a mountain home. They delivered to Nampa weekly. Oh, okay. I like this already. All right. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, I've been using Sunnydale. Five bucks a gallon from provider, and they do it in glass jars with cream. Yes. What? Yeah. Okay. All right. Sorry, guys. We're getting excited on the podcast we're doing, we're about milk some local Real stuff quick. here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like this doesn't apply to ninety nine yeah.
1: percent of the people just, listening. Just <laughs> get milk pilled. Go find raw milk because this is how excited you'll be about it when you <laughs> when you find so it. So I go out to
0: every once in a while. I'll go out to. I went there the other day. I went to Cliffs out in Caldwell. Yeah. Um, But then I also do the delivery from. Provider, oh. they they come out to the off the boulevard, like the, the empty parking lot of the Kmart that's right on the yeah, corner yeah. of the boulevard, right there. They literally roll up with their vans and bring out their coolers, and like you you pay for it online before they deliver, and then you just roll up with their coolers and pull out their jars, and they'll take the okay. jars back. And I they will do be getting
1: this contact info from you. I'll, I'll give, give you immediately this after this. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry guys, it's we awesome. went on a rant here about raw milk, and I'm I'm serious. Like get with a raw milk, bro, because you you just see our faces right now. It's amazing. We are jacked up.
0: <laughs> oh, we got little ones in.
1: <laughs> oh, and she is she is upset apparently. I, All right, dude, I understand. I have Whatever. the same
0: age child. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yes. we're within
1: a couple months. When was yeah. your when was you born? June. I was It'll October. be three, yeah. be three okay. in June, and yours will be three. Mine'll in be October, three in October. So. Yeah. Wait, and yours is a boy, right? Yeah. All right, we're starting our courtship now. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Arranged marriages.
1: (laughs) Fathers approved.
0: That's hilarious. So um, to kind of like rein this back in and and begin to wrap things up a bit, because we've talked about a lot of these beginning steps, Mm -hmm. right? Like it's, and really it comes down to the initial step is more of an assessment right? Like understand where you are, where you are and how you're going to do it and how you're going to do it. And then what's important to you, like where is the value actually going to be for the things that you're doing? And is it going to make sense for your family? Like you said, because if you're not going to eat half the stuff, don't grow it. Or if you're not going to ever do any of these other kind of things, like don't go down that road, like make sense of what you need to do for your family. So you go from there. And then you mentioned like Joel Salatin, Wendell Berry, uh, is there any other like other than yourself, like other resources that are are valuable places for people to kind of begin like the the rabbit hole diving of all this kind of stuff? So
1: so those two right there, like what Wendell Berry obviously you can read a bunch of his stuff. Yeah. Joel Salatin is one in particular that is gonna is gonna end up leading you into the rabbit hole anyway. Gotcha. Um, he speaks at the Homesteaders of America conference every year, mm-hmm. um, and w- when I say that like he's done the thing, he is done. All of the thing. He's like such a big
0: like, like people go out to visit his yes. like, like he has tours. He he
1: raised he, he got married super young. Yep. raised all of his children from an attic in a broken barn and rebuilt it himself yep. and turned it into a multi thousand acre farm That's empire. Amazing. Like yeah. Like dude dude did the thing. Yep. From every degree yeah right there, there's nothing you can ask him about that he hasn't experienced and been able to do so that's why i take a lot a lot bigger like if he's willing to give his knowledge guess what Listen. i'm going to take it yep. like totally because he's already made all the mistakes yeah and he's and, and and he even says it he's trying to help people not make them like hey here's a mistake i made it didn't work
0: coach should. great
1: yes this didn't work awesome i won't do that Yeah. you know like and so I've, I've read all of his books cover to cover just to try and understand, like, what am I getting myself into? Right. Okay, this sounds super intense and dirty. Great. I'm going to try and learn as much as I can about it. But there is also the reality that people don't like is you have to put that into application. You have to go do it. Actually do it. And see what breaks for you. Yeah. And that's right now because of the 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 collective emotional mentality and intelligence of people in, in this country, especially they don't know how to handle failure. Sure. And, and they don't know how to handle failures because they've been ingrained just to follow the system, dot the T's cross, cross the i's. you know, um, because failure is something that has been, you know, largely painted as a negative thing mm. where it's not, Failure yep. is one of the most positive things that can happen in your life. Yes. Like ever. You failed. Great. Guess what you just did? You learned how to not do that thing.
0: Well, it's like the famous you Thomas know. Edison quote or whatever it
1: is. Yeah, yeah, I learned how to not make a light two thousand times yeah. before the I the
0: only reason by the sidetrack, the only reason I know that is from Nicolas Cage and National Treasure watching <laughs> it when I was like ten years old. <laughs> like I
1: he said that in that movie. You mean Ghost said, Rider. I'm <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
0: It's a true story, by
1: the way. Uh Nicholas Cage, unsung American hero, by the way, <laughs> one of the greatest actors ever. If you haven't looked on YouTube of Nicolas Cage losing his shit for fourteen minutes, that is the title <laughs> of it. It's video. the best video ever. <laughs> great video. No, and so people get people have get and have been taught that failure is, you know, samurai punishment. You know, like that and they they internalize that like no what that was, well, sometimes it isn't free, but most of the times it's free to right. learn that you failed. You just learned how not to do that thing. Yes. So now next time you won't do what fails and you'll do something different. If that fails, great. You, and you compound, 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 compound until this thing is beautiful and amazing. I learned this little trick and it, it's super simple. And like, it, we've probably all thought about it, but I was, uh, I was at a table with, John Lovell and Ryan Mickler and Bedros Koulian and you know bunch bunch of people Stephen Mansfield, um, just it, this month actually it doesn't even yeah. feel like this month wow um, just the, earlier this month we we're all discussing business ideas and you know coming up with some amazing things and John Lovell just put it very plainly mm-hmm. and he was like I like to tell my team that this is my idea once I set it on the table. It's not my idea anymore. It's everyone's job to murder it as much as possible yeah. and see if it survives. Yep. If it doesn't survive, that's fine.
0: Yeah.
1: New, idea. New idea. And so every time he came up with an idea, he said, again, guys, that's my idea. It's on the table. Please shoot it. Shoot it as much as possible yeah. because if it doesn't work, great. We'll come up with another one. You know, and so that, that's beautiful. That's, that's a beautiful way to think about it. It's just like, hey, this may fail. Fine. That's okay, especially if you're in a network of different people, whether it's men or, you know, co-ed or whatever it is. This might fail. Awesome. Throw it out. See if it does. If it does, great. You can do better next time. And so that's... People have that mentality that they can't can't gain anything from failure. They can only feel emotional loss. Take your emotion out of it. Put your intellect into it. You're going to be fine.
0: That's a pretty killer place to, like, I almost don't want to even say anything else because that's a killer place to like end it. So you you have the the awesome Instagram page. Uh, put plug that real quick.
1: Uh, I am uh, at KJ says words, <laughs> which just is hilarious. KJ says words, <laughs> and that's then
0: because uh, you mentioned you do coaching calls, you do consultations, all that yeah. kind of stuff. Is the best way to reach out. Just that's through it's IG, or like or is the, it. It's all
1: like and I try to stay off of. All socials other than IG. I have a Twitter account that I only use to troll blue hairs. (laughs) I'm serious. I only have it. I don't doubt it. So that, like, I'll go on, I'll go on to like something like Ajax post or Will or like someone else, and I'll see some, you know, leftist or whatever it is, just like screeching at their comments, and I'll only have a Twitter just to respond. You sound fat. That's it. <laughs> that's all I do. That's all I do. I just say, you sound fat and I leave. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I'm the worst, but you can find me on Instagram at KJSsWords. Um, hop in my DMs. They're always open. Yep. Um, I try not to DM wall people. So like, I'm, I'm busy all the time, but... Yeah. Make um, a convincing
0: case for yourself if you're going to message and ask yeah,
1: That Yeah. That's, yeah, that's pretty, much, pretty much what I'm getting. I just Provide feel like... value also. Hey, bro, I heard you on a podcast. Like, cool. So did a lot of other people. Like... <laughs> I can help you. How what do you I want? Help? You know, like, yeah, like, and I don't mind, you know, right. I, don't, I don't mind normal conversation and whatever, but, you know, I get a lot of people that'll just like just send me random posts all the time. Yep. Like either A, I've seen it or B, like, what are you doing? Like, what? <laughs> I don't, what are you doing? Stop. Anyway. Yeah. Kid just says words. That's me. Um, awesome. Yeah. If you're interested in any of this, I will, well, if you're interested in this or anything related to firearms or anything related to prepping or anything related to firearms training or it, you name yeah, it we
0: didn't even go down that road i might have to come back out here another night
1: and do another we can do that. On that we can do that so, i'll piss off a lot of people with that so i'm down
0: now that i know where you live <laughs> it's not gonna be an issue for me he hasn't
1: seen my ammo collection yet it's fine
0: <laughs> well thanks man i, I appreciate you this yeah, is awesome i appreciate we it will absolutely do it again
1: okay perfect